Hello there, welcome to Let's Get Sexy, the podcast where I read you an erotic story and you listen to that same erotic story. In season two of the podcast, we're reading a story called The Country Cottage by an author called A.A. Dirty Old Man in PHX1. As usual, I found the story on literotica.com, and you can find the story for yourself by searching for A.A. Dirty Old Man in PHX1 as an author on literotica.com. Just a reminder that I have not read the following chapter ahead of time. I don't know what's going to happen in this story, and that's part of the fun of it for me. And it also means that you are getting my immediate reaction to the story straight after I've read it, and that I'm reading it for the first time out loud to you. We are currently on part three of The Country Cottage. The subtitle of that chapter is The Family That Plays Together Stays Together. And it is a hot chapter with a little red H to indicate that. It is another chapter which was again written in very quick succession and was posted only two days after the previous one. It's got a rating of 4.56. It's had 36.6 thousand views. And of those 36.6 thousand... 21 have liked it, and one person has left a comment. To recap on what happened last time, we're following the story of Lisa and Dan. As they try and rekindle the excitement within their marriage, they have decided to go on holiday to the country cottage. In the last episode, they were, in some ways, they were initiated into, I think, what can accurately be described as a sex cult. We learned that almost everybody within what is known as the family is related to somebody with whom they have a sexual entanglement. And despite learning this, Dan and Lisa seemed keen to continue with the experience. And Lisa seemed to pass a test of her mettle in the form of a very awkward conversation about her panties with Alice. Fortunately for Lisa, she passed the test and her award was getting to sit on Bob, who is, I suppose, the patriarch of the family. Lisa got to sit on his knee, and he gave her a bit of a spanking on the bottom, almost as a kind of light aperitif before the dinner, which everybody in the family, including several new guests who arrived in time to see Lisa's bare bottom being smacked, were invited to attend. There was a very thorough introduction of everybody around the table, many of whom were related. There was a little bit of naughty play under the table during dinner, but fortunately nobody broke the cardinal rule, which is no orgasming or inducing orgasms at the table. Thankfully, with that faux pas avoided, all the newcomers, including Lisa and Dan, but also a couple of first-timers from within the family, the 18-year-old Casey and Mike, were led away to a smaller room to sign what looked like a bit of a contract with a questionnaire. And with all the legal gubbins out of the way, they were finally permitted to go and join everybody else in the playpen which is where, I presume, the majority of the sexual activity will occur. So with the recap out of the way, and everybody on the same page, I hope you'll enjoy Chapter 3 of The Country Cottage. The Country Cottage The Country Cottage Playpen. Lisa. As Bob, rather daddy, for the moment at least, 
slowly eased my panties down. I felt so excited, so thrilled things were happening over which I had no control. Although I was a thirty-four-year-old married woman, I felt free from any responsibilities, like a little girl doing what my parents told me, and I really liked being called a pretty little popsy again, the first time since my father called me that when I was very small. Each sharp smack on my bare ass aroused me even more. I did feel a bit guilty, as my husband was just a few feet away, watching me closely. I didn't want to upset him, and I wondered if I should object or stop things. Then both Carol and Alice whispered in his ear, and his face became quite red. He leaned forward and spoke huskily. "'Lisa, please, please spread your legs for Daddy,' he said. It was such a relief to have the approval of my husband. I was more aroused than I had ever been with Dan, and he must have realised it from my eyes. I wondered if he felt jealous, but the expression on his face was one of agreement, admiration even. Ted led some of the others in, who all took their time admiring my fully exposed cunt, and I wasn't upset at all. After a few moments, Ted took them to the dining room. Dan seemed in a sort of dream as Alice leaned over his shoulder and licked his ear. Her breasts not really confined within her loose blouse as she led him like a puppy dog into the dining room. With my panties down and my legs splayed wide open, I started to get up as well, but Daddy stopped me with a firm touch on my knee. Not quite yet, Popsy. There's one more thing before we join the others, he said softly. Carol stepped up on my other side and beamed down at me. Daddy slid his hand down between my legs, at first just cupping my throbbing mound and the thin brown hair topping my cunt. My pussy was ready to explode. Ever so leisurely, Daddy inserted his hand, or more specifically, one finger, between my legs, and then between the folds of my pussy lips and up inside my vagina. It felt heavenly. Do you like that pretty popsy? he murmured, rotating the finger slightly. Oh, Daddy, it's wonderful, I gasped, barely able to control myself, feeling my wetness oozing out over his fingers, with a few drops trickling down over my asshole. He slowly removed his finger from inside me, and my cunt immediately felt empty. His fingers glistened with my juices. Had he touched my clit at that moment, I would not have been able to stop coming all over his hands. Carol pushed my knees down and leaned over to give me a passionate kiss. "'Pull your panties up and come along for dinner, dear,' she muttered in my ear. "'That was just a bit of an appetizer. I was in a daze as Carol directed me to a seat at the table with my name in front of it. Dan sat opposite me. I glanced at him across the table. We were both slightly flushed and out of our depth, and I prayed he was aroused as me. Bob started to talk, introducing the others around the table. I barely heard, going back over what had happened so far in my mind and fantasising about what was yet to come. My pussy was so wet, my panties rode up in my crease, and I hoped I didn't stain the chair. My attention came back at the moment when Bob introduced the young man sitting at my right as Harry who was to be married to his sister the next day by his grandfather, the infamous Father John, who was on my right. The young man just smiled sheepishly, but Father John gave my thigh a squeeze when he smiled at me, a squeeze close enough to my crotch that I was sure he felt the dampness of my panties. When Bob introduced Casey, the young woman on the far side of Father John, he leaned over and whispered in my ear, I've heard she's a very strong-willed, precocious young girl, he said with a chuckle, her father Gavin is very easily controlled by women, especially his daughter. Someone said that perhaps Gavin may have already had his way with his daughter that day. Ted just chuckled. 
More like the other way round. She probably wraps him around her little finger before she fucks him, he said. Casey's face was very slightly flushed as she smiled brightly. I suspected Father John was fondling her pussy at that very moment, and that the comments were accurate. When we finished dinner and all helped to clear the table, Bob announced the playpen was open. I started to ask what that meant, but he silenced me with his raised hand. Lisa, Will, Casey and Dan. A moment, he said, as the others filed out of the dining room. We went down a short hall to an office with a small conference table. Bob handed us each some papers, a pen, and an envelope with our name already neatly printed on it. I thought we were going to the playpen, Casey started to complain. Oh, don't worry, we'll be going there shortly, and I assure you, everyone will be waiting. Or, mostly anyway, Father John said, with a devilish smile. But first, since you four are here for the first time, we need a little more information for your confessions and introduction to the family. I started looking through the papers. Five or six pages listing just about every form of sexual activity I had ever heard about, and a few I hadn't. Some of this seems pretty personal, I gasped. Yes it is, Bob agreed, but we need to know every intimate detail about you, your fantasies and your fetishes. I looked over at Dan for reassurance. He just shrugged and began filling out the fantasies and fetishes questionnaire. After a momentary pause, I did the same. After perhaps ten minutes, everyone was done, and following Father John's instructions, placed the completed forms in the envelopes. Bob returned alone. Now we can all enjoy ourselves, and join the others in the playpen, lovely young Casey is so anxious to visit, Bob chuckled, and led us out of a different door than the one we entered. Casey hooked her arm in my husband's arm, and followed Bob and Will and me down an unfamiliar hall. Bob opened the double doors, and stepped back, allowing us all to enter together. At first glance, it looked like everyone else was there, and they were mostly or totally naked. I'm so excited, Casey gushed, as she pulled my husband closer. This will be my first orgy with people I haven't known my whole life, she said. As she finished speaking, she simply turned her back on him, pulled her skirt right up over her waist, and her panties down around her knees. Do you think they will like my ass? she asked coyly, before stripping off all her clothes. I could see from the look on his face and the bulge in his pants that my husband liked it a lot. Carol was standing with her daughter as we entered, and looked completely unruffled by the scene around them. Other than a garter belt and tan stockings, Alice was in the buff, with a small triangle of dark hair between her legs. Carol wore only a bright smile. Ted stood between them, looking at young Casey with lecherous eyes. His intentions were clear, his dick already hard and long. Even Casey was taken back by the size of it. As I looked on, unsure what to think or do next, Carol and Alice took it upon themselves to get everything moving. Carol slipped up alongside Casey's father, Gavin, and chatted to him about how lovely his young daughter looked, now that she had taken off all her clothes. Gavin had a very stiff dick, which Carol brushed over with one hand, not at all accidentally. Gavin was short and portly, with a balding head and a rather small cock, surrounded by salt-and-pepper pubic hair. Carol knew he was very submissive to women, and suspected, especially to his daughter. "'Your daughter has nice tits, and a lovely ass, Gavin. My son thinks she's really pretty,' Carol said simply. "'Tell me, Gavin, do you like your daughter's firm tits?' Gavin just nodded helplessly, feeling himself being drawn into a submissive persona that could do little to avoid it. Yes, Carol, she is pretty, and I love her tits, he said. About that time, Casey stepped completely out of the clothes laying at her feet. She looked over at her father with a scowl. Daddy, come over here right now, she commanded, and fold up my clothes neatly. 
I was shocked that this young woman would speak to her father in such a disrespectful way. Gavin just blushed and shuffled over to his daughter, dropping to one knee to pick up her clothing, and began folding it. When Casey turned away from him to grin directly at Ted, I noticed Gavin sneaked a quick sniff of his daughter's panties. Why don't you make yourself more comfortable? Somebody murmured in my ear, pulling the zipper on the back of my dress down until the garment fell around my ankles. I turned my head to find Alice standing close enough behind me that her erect nipples pressed into my back. My own nipples stiffened with the touch, and I felt a tingle between my legs. Standing there, in just cotton panties, I wasn't sure what to expect next. Her hand brushed lightly over the thin fabric covering my ass, her arms embracing me as one hand slipped under the waistband to split the folds of my pussy lips, my tingling, very juicy pussy lips, by that time. Hmm, I don't think you mean to soil these lovely panties now, do you? Alice cooed, her fingers obviously coated with my wetness as she pulled my panties down around my ankles. I moaned with arousal as she stood behind me and cupped my breasts in her hands, gently pinching my nipples, while outlining the outside of my ear with her tongue. Carol, meanwhile, was clearly enjoying herself as she continued talking to Gavin. It appears your daughter likes my son, Gavin, she gestured, as Ted stepped closer to Casey. And it appears Ted very much likes your daughter. Ted's dick was standing at complete attention, straight out from his body. I had to admit, it was an impressive specimen. You don't have to stand up all this time, Casey. Why don't you take the weight off your feet and sit on my husband's lap? Alice exclaimed from behind me. Ted dropped into a nearby lounge chair, and Casey grinned wickedly as she stepped up between his legs. Daddy, come over here now, Casey cried out again. Gavin groaned, but walked over to his daughter. She took her father's dick in her hand and smiled sweetly at him. I'm going to fuck this one first, Daddy, so make sure his dick is as hard as he can be, the way you know I like, she said. Gavin blushed again and mumbled something I couldn't hear, then dropped to his knees and started to lick and suck Ted's cock. After a moment, he moved aside and held Ted's rigid dick up for his daughter. Casey giggled as her father helped her lower herself down onto Ted's lap and onto his stiff cock. Then she stopped giggling and gasped quite a lot as Ted started to jiggle up and down in harmony. Carol started to drift away. Look after her, Ted. I need to circulate, she said. Although Gavin himself was very stiff, he was clearly embarrassed as he stood by and looked at his daughter on Ted's lap. Carol momentarily held his penis and jerked it a few times. Don't worry, Gavin. Trust me, my son is a really good fuck, she said. My pussy was on fire. Other than a few porn videos, I'd never seen anything like this before. Alice fingering me while she licked my ear contributed as well. I looked around for Dan and saw him sitting on one of the platforms with Nicole and her son, Will. Somewhere along the line, he had gotten naked too, and his dick was rock-hard in Nicole's hand. Her legs were spread wide, the pink flesh of her inner cunt glistening in the low light. Both he and Will fondled one of her tits and had a finger inside her pussy. Dan looked my way and smiled wanly. I smiled back and turned to Alice, jamming my tongue into her mouth as I pulled my hand up between her legs. Alice eagerly returned my kiss and practically dragged me over to a platform next to Dan. We kissed passionately for a few moments, all the while I was getting more and more aroused. Then she pushed me down on my back and dove down between my thighs. I started to come almost as soon as her tongue lapped over my throbbing slit to my clit, over and over, exquisitely teasing out a growing orgasm. Just before I lost myself in a momentous climax, I looked over to see Dan, leaning back, watching Alice lick my cunt as Nicole sucked his cock and her son fucked her from behind. 
He smiled his approval, and I started to come so hard and so often I lost all awareness of anything but my own pleasure. Dan I could hardly believe what I was seeing as I stepped into the playpen. When young Casey pulled me closer to her, my arm brushed against the side of her breast. She looked at me with a bright smile, and then took a couple of steps away, bent forward, and lifted her skirt up over her back, fully exposing her taut arse and skimpy panties that were little more than a thin strip of fabric disappearing into her arse cheeks and cunt lips. "'Do you think they will like my ass?' she said coyly to me, as she stripped all her clothes off, letting them fall at her feet. Whatever anyone else thought, I liked her ass, and the plump mound of her pussy, topped with a thin thatch of flaming red hair that matched that on her head. My cock throbbed in my pants as I gawked at her and then looked around at the others. Everyone seemed perfectly comfortable being naked, and in a few cases casually groped each other. Carol walked up to Casey with her father, and said a few things back and forth that I couldn't quite make out. Gavin seemed a bit embarrassed, but after a moment picked up his daughter's clothes and folded them neatly. I sneaked a look in Lisa's direction. She appeared to be as dumbfounded as me, as she stared at Carol and Gavin, and Casey with her mouth slightly open. If I had to guess at that moment, I would say her nipples were erect, and her panties pretty moist. Before I could do or say anything, Nicole walked up to me, and put both her arms around my neck. She was as tall as me, so she could look me directly in the eye. Like the others, she was completely nude. She was very thin, with small tits that were barely more than the bumps of her dark brown nipples. A silver bar pierced her right one. Her son Will shuffled up behind her, and just stood, looking at us sheepishly. He was a big lad, at least six foot four inches tall, and well over two hundred pounds, and he had a hard, thick dick to match. "'Come over here, and let me take a good look at what we have to play with,' Nicole cooed, and pulled my face to hers, our lips meeting as her tongue flicked between my parted lips. Then she took my hand, and led me over to an empty platform, covered by a foam mattress a few feet away. She sat down, and efficiently unclasped my belt and zipper, so my trousers fell down around my knees. Her hands encased my throbbing cock and balls through my underwear, and she looked up at me with sparkling eyes. I was still wearing my shirt and sports coat. Nicole looked over at her son, and told him to take them from me. I kicked off my shoes, and, in a moment, I was naked except for the underwear, through which Nicole continued to fondle my cock and balls, and my black socks. For some reason, I never did take the socks off for the rest of the evening. "'We've been so wanting to get better acquainted with you since dinner,' Nicole murmured, slipping her hands up the outside of my thighs and under the underwear. Ever so slowly, she pulled my underwear down around my knees, her eyes locked on mine the entire time. I groaned lowly as my dick popped straight out, practically hitting her lips. I sat down next to her and twirled the pierced nipple between two fingers. She looked at my other hand and put it down between her legs, and my finger joined her son's in her warm, wet slit. She started slowly jerking off my cock with one hand, and her son's with the other. In an attempt to keep from immediately shooting my cum on her hand, I looked around frantically for Lisa. She was staring at Casey riding Ted's cock, while Gavin stood by watching. What made me even more aroused was Alice held Lisa in a tight embrace from behind, cupping Lisa's tits in both hands. When her eye caught mine, Lisa smiled shyly, turned, and rammed her tongue into Alice's mouth. After a moment, Alice led Lisa over to the platform next to the one I was on, pushed her down, and proceeded to eagerly lick my wife's pussy. Nicole looked over, squirmed around to get on her hands and knees, and began sucking my cock. Her son climbed up behind her and slipped his large cock into his mother's pussy. 
Just as I was about to come in Nicole's mouth, Lisa let out a loud shriek, clamped her knees around Alice's head, and started to thrash uncontrollably. I knew she was lost in a massive climax of her own, when my cum gushed into Nicole's welcoming mouth and down her throat. Fantasies for both of us were quickly becoming reality. As my orgasm receded, I collapsed onto my back, with my softening dick laying on my stomach. Next to me, Nicole moaned as her son grunted his cum deep into her pussy, and then rolled over onto her back. When Will's cock pulled out of his mother, a river of semen gushed out. Will quickly slid down between her thighs and lapped up his own cum as quickly as it flowed out of her. Nicole's fingernails dug into my forearm as she started to cum on her son's face. I was surprised how quickly my own arousal grew as a woman I'd just met and barely knew groaned her orgasms right next to me. Then I felt a hand softly cup my balls and tenderly tug on my dick. Carol stood bending over me, grinning devilishly, her soft, ponderous tits with stiff erect nipples swaying gently, just inches from my face with the movement of her hands. Bob stood grinning next to her, one hand rubbing Carol's ass-crack and pussy, the other stroking his stiff dick. Hi, Dan. I'm sorry it's taken so long for me to get back to you, but now I'm ready to properly welcome you into the family, Carol cooed, and tightened her hand on my cock. With that, she dropped her knees between my legs and slowly inhaled my dick, until her nose pressed firmly against my pubic hair. Ever so slowly, she drew her mouth up, with her teeth lightly scraping over the skin of my cock, until the throbbing head was just barely between her lips. She repeated this motion several times, and I was about ready to explode again as the first hints of my pre-cum smeared on her lips. Not quite yet, Danny boy, Carol murmured, climbing up on the mattress and straddling my hips. I truly want to taste your cum in my mouth, but this first time I want to feel your sperm filling my pussy, at the same time my Bob fucks your wife and floods her cunt with his semen. I looked over at Lisa as she continued to writhe and groan with Alice's face buried between her legs. Bob was kneeling on the bed next to her, his seven-inch cock rigid and brushing over her lips. Lisa opened her eyes, smiled, and wrapped her lips around Bob's dick. Alice looked up at her father, and then her mother, her face glistening with my wife's juices. I'll move over, Daddy, so you can slide your cock into her cunt, Alice giggled, before she climbed up and straddled Lisa's face. Bob pulled his cock out of Lisa's mouth and moved down between her legs, rubbing his stiff dick up and down her dripping slit a couple of times before slowly pushing himself into her. Lisa looked over at me just as Bob's dick plunged into her cunt, grinning devilishly. She extended her arm to me and pulled her legs back over her head. We both held hands as Bob started fucking her and Carol settled her wet pussy down over my throbbing cock. I lost sight of my smiling Lisa when Alice settled her pussy down on my wife's face. I couldn't believe how tight Carol's pussy was as she engulfed my dick. She planted both her hands on my chest as she rode up and down faster and faster. Her wondrous breasts bounced and swayed right in front of my face. I picked my head up as far as I could. Far enough I could suck one of her large dark nipples into my mouth. Carol moaned loudly and thrashed harder. I was still holding hands with Lisa, and although her cries were muffled by Alice's pussy from the way she flailed around, I knew she was in the midst of another all-consuming orgasm. Oh, mummy, mummy, I'm come, coming in you now, I shrieked as my sperm gushed into Carol's cunt and she squirted her juices all over my cock and balls and belly. The sounds and scents of sex surrounded us as we all lay breathing raggedly. 
Carol rolled off to one side and snuggled up against me, her ample soft tits pressing against me. I was still holding Lisa's hand in mine. Bob pulled his deflating dick out of my wife's pussy on a veritable river of his own cum and her juices. He bent forward and kissed Lisa languorously before standing up and, along with Alice, wandering towards a platform on the other side of the room. Lisa propped herself up and grinned at me, her nipples still stiff and a mixture of cum and her own juices seeping down the inside of her thigh. I need a break and something to drink, she murmured and sat up. Over on the table by the door, dear, Carol said quietly, raising herself up so that both of her magnificent tits brushed across my chest. There's some water, soft drinks and beer in the cooler, as well as some snacks. We walked hand in hand to the table without saying a word. As I handed Lisa a cold beer, she looked up at me, her eyes ablaze. She put her hand behind my head and pulled me down for a tongue-lashing kiss. Thank you, thank you, she murmured into my ear as she pulled me close the sticky mixture of fluids oozing out of her pussy, smeared across my thigh. I can't believe how aroused I am by all this, and the chance to actually live out some of my dearest and most intimate fantasies with you by my side. My dick was stiffening against her body as she spoke, and I bent forward to give her another deep kiss. I feel exactly the same way, and I'm so happy to share this with you, my love, I said. She put down her beer and threw her arms around my neck. I could feel her dripping pussy pressing against my thigh as my dick hardened against her stomach and my tongue plunged into her mouth. An unexpected tender touch disrupted the moment. Father John grinned up at us, one of his hands resting lightly on both of our asses. Lisa I've no idea how loud I screeched, but I certainly did not stifle my cries the way I so often did when coming on my own hand. The flash of Dan's eye and the soft smile was the permission I needed to let myself go completely. The way Alice kissed me, caressed my breasts, and then used her mouth and tongue on my clit were all first for me, and the multiple orgasms that resulted were some of the strongest I'd ever experienced. Finally, the last waves of that pleasure faded away, and I released the grip of my thighs around Alice's head and opened my eyes. Bob, Daddy's hard cock, was just an inch or less from my lips. The aftershocks of my orgasm still trickled through my body as I smiled up at him and took his rigid dick into my mouth. Oh God, I can't believe I have his cock in my mouth, I thought, as Daddy Bob pushed his throbbing cock deeper. Slide your cock into her cunt, I half heard Alice say, after but a few thrusts. Daddy Bob gently removed his dick from my mouth and moved down between my legs. I gladly spread my thighs as wide as I could for him. Alice climbed up next to me, straddling my head as she fingered herself. The scent of her sex dripping to my mouth and nose aroused me even more. As I felt the head of Daddy Bob's cock spreading the folds of my slit, I looked over at Dan. Carol was lowering herself down onto my husband's cock, her billowing tits with stiff nipples brushing over his cheeks. I held up my hand, and Dan took it, squeezing it gently, just as Daddy Bob's cock bottomed out in my pussy. I was so happy my husband was realising one of his fondest fantasies, and he seemed pleased I was so enjoying one of mine. Then Alice lowered her dripping cunt down over my face, and I started to come again and again. I kept climaxing as long as Daddy Bob plunged his dick in and out of me. Finally, I felt his body tense, just before the warm, sticky spurts of sperm splashed deep inside my pussy. Alice groaned loudly and flooded my face with her juices before we all collapsed in a heap, breathing heavily. Daddy Bob gave me a deep kiss after his deflating dick slipped out of me. When he and his daughter walked off to the other side of the room, 
I propped myself up and looked over at Dan. We were still holding hands. I need a break and something to drink, I said to Dan and Carol. Carol rose up from snuggling with him, the erect nipples on her huge soft breasts brushing over my husband's chest, and directed us to a table in a corner of the room with a cooler full of drinks of various sorts. Dan took my hand in his, and we strolled to the table together. As Dan handed me a drink, I pulled him to me and murmured in his ear, telling him how turned on I was by the entire situation, and how happy I was he approved. Dan held me close, confirming he not only approved, but was eager to share even more with me. I could feel Daddy Bob's semen seeping out of me and down both our legs when my husband kissed me passionately, just as a warm hand gently touched my left ass cheek. To be continued. The country cottage. The country cottage. Yeah. All right, there we go. That was chapter three of the country cottage yet more cringeworthy incestuous moments and use of the nickname Popsy as well as Mummy and Daddy which make me pretty uncomfortable. I think it weirdly I don't find Daddy Bob as bad. That's not fine. I mean it's still weird but Daddy Bob is less less cringe inducing than just Daddy on its own at least to me. I think possibly the most uncomfortable part of that chapter and I say this having been pretty desensitised by the whole incest thing just after last week's pretty sudden introduction of the incredibly problematic way that this family functions, uh, I still found that there were moments within this chapter that shocked me deeply. And at the top of those moments, I think, was the relationship between Casey and her father Gavin, especially that moment where he sneaks a sniff of her panties which is just so creepy and weird. <laughs> and I think it's even more creepy in the context of this very sexually open family where clearly people do have sex with their daughters and with their family members. And it's, it's kind of all out in the open. There's, it's not a, a taboo for these guys. And yet Gavin still sneaks a quick sniff of the panties which is, I don't know, there's something weird about the sneakiness of it when nobody else in this scenario feels the need to sneak or be underhand about anything. Gavin's still sneaking around, and that, to me, that almost makes it worse, you know? Like, say what you like about Carol, Bob, and Ted and Alice. At least they're fully comfortable and out in the open about what they do. There's, there's no shame there, at least. And I think that element of shame in Gavin, who I feel, you know, is a little bit picked on by the author here. The way that he's described this balding, dumpy guy with a small penis, <laughs> grey pubes. There's no need to make him that grotesque. But he's obviously the, the big bitch of the group, isn't he? And Casey seems to love bossing him around, getting him to do all kinds of, frankly, unnecessary chores. I don't remember anyone else's clothes having to be picked up and neatly folded. Pretty sure everyone else just threw their clothes off and left them exactly where they fell. And second, it sounded like Ted already had a pretty stiff boner 
I don't think he really needed a blowjob from Gavin to have sex with Casey. And in a way, it's kind of odd that a blowjob from this dumpy, balding, middle-aged man would give Ted an erection. Uh, I mean, it is hard to put myself in Ted's shoes. I think even more so than in Lesbian Slave Island, I think it was easier to put myself in the shoes of the characters in that story than it is to put myself in the shoes of the characters in this one. But to briefly try to get myself in the mindset of Ted, because even if you get past the fact that you're about to have sex with somebody who is about half your age, Ted's in his 30s, Casey is only just 18, even if you get past that weirdness of the huge age gap there and Casey's relative youth and inexperience, we presume, although maybe she's not that inexperienced, which in itself is quite difficult to feel good about, even if you can brush all that to one side, I don't think that I would be able to maintain any semblance of an erection during a blowjob from that girl's middle-aged father. But then Ted is just a complete machine, it seems, when it comes to intercourse, completely without morality, and even without any sexual preferences, it seems. He'd just as happily have sex with an old man as he would have sex with a young girl. I wonder if there are any boundaries to Ted's sexuality, because lo and behold, that blowjob from Gavin seems to really do the trick and take his already erect penis from, I guess what we have to conclude was probably about a 7 or an 8 on the erection scale, up to a full 10. And all that is just a backdrop to what actually goes on with our two main characters, Dan and Lisa. Lisa obviously has a hot and heavy lesbian experience with Alice, and in her own words, comes so hard that she loses all awareness of anything but her own pleasure. And I want to make the case that I don't think they've really had anything but their own pleasure in their minds this whole time. I think throughout this story they've been pretty willfully blind of pretty much everything, any kind of morals or ethics, and it's all been in service of their own pleasure. I think those inhibitions have been long abandoned. I thought it was interesting that even though Casey seemed to be quite deliberately choosing Dan to flash her ass to as soon as they entered the playpen, that he ended up having his first experience with Nicole and her son. I also thought it was pretty conceited of Casey to ask if she thinks people will like her ass. I mean, what does she expect to hear, really? I don't think that was a real request for feedback. I think she knew what she was doing there. I think she was showing off. And I have to say, that makes me dislike Casey a little bit. And that behaviour twinned with the way she treats her father makes me think that she's a little bit of a spoiled brat. Although then again, maybe we shouldn't judge someone who's clearly been abused from quite a young age. One thing I liked about Nicole as a character, the woman who immediately approaches Dan and engages him, was that she's described in a way that I don't think I've ever seen a woman be described in an erotic story. You don't often get women with small tits that were barely more than the bumps of her dark brown nipples in a story like this. Normally every woman is big-breasted um, and quite generic in terms of their bodily features. It's sort of par for the course to expect everybody to have classic porn star physique. So I think it's quite a nice touch that Nicole has a distinctive physique and that a dirty old man has thought to include various different sizes and shapes of body in his story. In a way, that's quite body positive. 
Although I have to say, I think he's slightly less body positive in his description of Will, a big lad, at least six foot four and well over 200 pounds, with a thick, hard dick to match. I mean, that kind of implies that it would have looked unusual had his penis not been big and thick. <laughs> is that right? Is, is there a mismatch if you're a big guy with a small penis? Or indeed, a small guy with a, a big one? But strangely enough, that's not how I imagined Will. I had pictured him as kind of a slight, skinny individual, a little bit withdrawn and perhaps a bit of a spindly fellow. But no, apparently he's a large guy, very chunky, and it sounds quite muscular. Although I suppose it doesn't necessarily specify that that 200 pounds is muscle. Maybe most of that is fat and he's actually got quite a belly on him. (laughs) I guess we'll, we'll see as we go. One thing I did predict, and I hoped it wouldn't happen, but I knew it would. (laughs) Deep down, I knew that this moment would happen. After Will comes in his mum's pussy, he gets down and gobbles up his own semen from his mother's vagina in a way which I think most people would struggle to avoid feeling some degree of nausea at picturing. And then, of course, Carol, the great hostess, comes over and gives Dan, I suppose you would call it sort of an initiation fuck, and Daddy Bob does the same to Lisa. One thing I love about the descriptions of Carol is the way that her breasts are described as ponderous tits. (laughs) And I just had a little Google of the definition of ponderous, and it turns out it's a fantastically apt adjective, meaning slow and clumsy because of great weight. (laughs) I guess I had thought that ponderous had something to do with pondering, like like thinking to yourself, and that maybe there was something slightly mysterious or thought-provoking about Carol's breasts. But no, apparently ponderous just means big, heavy, and slow-moving, which, you know what, I can imagine that. That's actually a very accurate way, I think, of describing Carol's tits. I have to say also that I'm very impressed with Dan's stamina and ability to recover from what sounded like a pretty thunderous orgasm with Nicole and then almost immediately seem to have another very big erection. It sounds like it's only a few minutes maybe after Carol takes Dan's penis into her mouth that he's ready to come again and actually has to be halted in his tracks from blowing a second load, which is pretty impressive, I think, especially as Dan is not a young man. you know maybe in my 20s I could have managed a feat like that but once you get into your 30s I think most people need at least 15 minutes to let the apparatus recover in between I think the worst sentence of this story at least the hardest one to say with a straight face and in the end I just had to do it kind of monotone because I was struggling to get the words out was Dan's final cries of ecstasy as he finishes inside Carol. Oh, mummy, mummy, I'm come coming in you now. (laughs) I found that incredibly difficult to say, and I found myself shuddering in disgust during attempts to say it in character, as if I was really experiencing that moment. That just makes me very uncomfortable. Although, shouting that out loud, and I say shouting because that sentence is mostly in capital letters, which I think implies that it's shouted. 
But at least shouting that did seem to aid things in terms of orgasmic synchronization. Because in a way which I think is actually quite rare, especially between people having sex for the first time, Carol manages to come at exactly the same time as Dan and squirts her juices all over his cock, balls and belly. <laughs> and that must have been quite a sight. And it seems like they were also coordinated with Bob, Alice and Lisa, because only seconds later, Bob is pulling his deflating dick out of Lisa's pussy and a veritable river of cum <laughs> is flowing alongside Lisa's juices from her vagina. So really good timing all round for everyone. I wonder if in the next chapter we'll find out if any other couples came at exactly the same time as well. I wonder if everyone's in sync and that, maybe that's one of the things that happens when you're a family who has group sex together that you just naturally tend to sync your orgasms together. One thing I noticed about this story is that all the women in it seem to be cooing. Everything they say, it's they cooed. And I keep thinking, is cooing sexy? Is that a sexy thing to do, to coo? The only animals I can think of that coo are pigeons. And I, they're not traditionally associated with enormous sex appeal. The other thing I queried was that Carol got her teeth involved during the blowjob she gave Dan. I don't know if that's proper technique. And granted, I'm not well rehearsed at the giving of a blowjob. But as a penis owner, I can imagine that sharp teeth scraping on your penis wouldn't feel as nice as, say, soft lips, for example. And so it's a surprise that Dan enjoys that so much and has a really hard time not coming too soon. What is a bit disturbing, though, or maybe just a bit sad, is that when Dan's about to come, it's his wife that he looks at in order to cool off. <laughs> you know, like things had really got bad between them, hadn't they? Like she's his baseball statistics when he's trying not to come too soon. That's a little bit sad, I think. And maybe a bit unfair on Lisa. She doesn't sound too bad. After the expulsion of all those fluids, Dan and Lisa feel the need to replenish. And I'm imagining it's going to be just a quick refuel before things kick off yet again in the next chapter. Let's have a little look at the comment. I say comment because it's just one comment. And it's from Rightbank, who we've heard from before. Rightbank commented last time. So they, maybe they're going to be our regular commenter for this series. And they say, we're off to an active start with almost unlimited combinations and two more days to go. Three more chapters of this story left. So I'm guessing this isn't going to be our only visit to the playpen. So there we are. I felt like that chapter, I mean, it had its moments of intense discomfort at the weirdness that the incestuous dynamic brings to, I think, any scenario. It's certainly present here. Although I do feel that after chapter two of this story, I am a little bit more desensitized to it in a way. I feel like it was a, a really big shock in chapter two, and I'm a little bit over it in this chapter. I mean, there are still some pretty triggering moments in there, but I think at least we were warned in advance that those moments were coming, and I don't think we crossed any additional boundaries. I think, I mean, we crossed boundaries, that's for sure. Boundaries were crossed, but I think they were the same boundaries that we crossed last time. 
with maybe the exception of the very unusual and unsettling relationship between Casey and Gavin. So with that harrowing thought, uh, I'd like to let you know that if you've enjoyed this story, if you're enjoying it, then you can find it for yourself on literotica.com by searching for AA Dirty Old Man in PHX1 and looking at their stories there. You can access their whole back catalogue of 59 stories. So there's plenty of their work to read by going to literotica.com. If you've enjoyed this podcast, then please like it, rate it, subscribe to it, and we'll see you again for Chapter 4 of The Country Cottage next week. Goodbye. The country cottage. The country cottage. Yeah. Oh, mummy, mummy. <laughs> I honestly can't say this. This is terrible.